Good day, good day, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson, and today I have, I have with me somebody who is going to break some things down that I think a lot of us may be weary about, but today's the day to really educate yourself on the possibilities of, of just gaining confidence, joy, and authenticity. Those are her, her values, and are they in alignment with what I do? Absolutely. So I want to introduce to the world the Melissa Conkling. Hey, Melissa. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. How are you today? I am awesome. It is such a pleasure to have you here. I've, I've already gotten a chance to talk to you a little bit, but I want you to introduce to the world. Tell them who you are and what you do. Uh, I'm Melissa. I am a certified hypnotist. I help women and people in general make a lot of great positive changes in their lives. I really focus on working with women to build confidence, overcome limiting beliefs, get past different subconscious blocks so they can really move forward in their lives, living the life they want to live authentically with joy and really embracing their passion. I love all of it. Um, and, and you said you help people do this. And one thing I love to highlight is that we've have a million different people on our, our podcast and on our platforms, and we all kind of do the same things. We do, we do it from different perspectives. And what's so interesting about yours is that you work on the unconscious mind. And yeah. we know that, you know, we think we are in control of our lives, of our businesses, of our relationships. We think we're in control of our mind. We think we're in control of our body. And you're kind of here to let us know that uh, actually not at all. Yes and no. So there are two parts of our mind. There's this mm-hmm. conscious mind, which is what we try to use all the time and we use it very well. And that's the part that gets stuff done for us. It's the logical, critical part of our mind. And that's only about 10% of our mind power. The other 90% is our subconscious mind. And that's where all of our habits are formed. It's where all of our beliefs are formed. It's where all of our emotions are formed. And our beliefs and our habits and our emotions pretty much determine what we do in life. So when we are working with the subconscious mind, we can really change all of those, the feelings and the beliefs and the habits to what we want them to be. So we can gain control over that. The problem is that most of us aren't actively working with our subconscious mind. And because our subconscious mind is so powerful, if we're not actively working with it, we're not really accessing our full power. So we can control it. Most people just aren't because they don't know that it's an option. I said it the way I said it because I want to, I want to call people to action, but you just said it in a way that got me. You said 10% of our mind is the conscious mind and 90% is the unconscious. And I know some people may not understand what that means, but that basically means that your level of awareness, only 10% of it is what you actually know is happening, what you feel, what you control, what you're actually putting forth effort. But the 90% is the unconscious mind, your belief systems, your thoughts, your emotions, those things that are happening behind the scenes that you're not you know, putting out there, but they're influencing. They're influencing everything that you're doing, every conversation that you have, every thought that you have, every action that you take, even those thoughts that I call bubbles that pop in your head and then you swipe them and you dismiss them. That's the unconscious mind. And you're saying that the majority of us are not acting, actively working on it. Therefore, it is basically taking over our control system. 
Yeah, pretty much. Um, our subconscious mind, our unconscious mind, pretty much the same thing. Um, they're kind of used interchangeably depending on where you trained with hypnosis. So the subconscious, um, yeah, it picks up on everything, every single thing that we ever encounter from the time we're born. So it's picking up like all those little thought bubbles, like you were saying, mm -hmm. those are there. We can ignore them and shut them away and sweep them under the rug, but they're still there just in the background. Mm -hmm. So when we're just ignoring those things in the background, we think consciously that they're not affecting us. They're not going anywhere. We're not dealing with things that need to be dealt with. They're still there on some level and they're causing all sorts of things with confidence, with different limiting beliefs that are holding us back, with different subconscious blocks that we might not ever relate to what's causing a problem in our life. So you just, you led me to so many things, but I'm gonna keep them all to myself because y'all know I can go down rabbit holes. I want to stay focused though, which is why I actually wrote some stuff down today because you know, it just made me think, you know, you talk about the things that we think are gone, but they're not gone. And then we wonder why we feel deja vu. We wonder why we feel like we've been somewhere. We feel, we feel like, you know, something is triggering a thought or a memory. And in my world, PTSD is I'm always talking about mental health. And it's just important that you just said, you know, we think that those things are gone, but that's why we must work on them and we must be intentional and we must revisit them. It's okay to put it on the back burner, put that bubble on the shelf and say, okay, after I get through my nine to five or my calls or whatever, let me go back to this let me go in a safe space and and write about this or talk about this or call somebody and process it you know because a lot of times we get confused like is it a memory is it a, just a thought is it a fear you know we get really really for those of us who who are into awareness it's really important to do those things and those of us that aren't like you said not actively working on it it's extremely important to do so but i want you to explain to us what exactly is hypnosis so hypnosis is actually something fairly simple and it's something natural that we all experience every day. It's a state of lowered conscious brain activity, conscious mind activity. So when our conscious mind isn't as active, it kind of goes to the background and our subconscious mind comes forward. So it's with this lower conscious brain activity, it's kind of that place that's between awake and asleep. We pass through hypnosis every morning when we wake up, we pass through hypnosis every night when we fall asleep, and we're in and out of it all the time throughout the day, because hypnosis is a state. It's that state of the lowered conscious activity. Um, hypnotherapy is using that state to our benefit. So that's the difference between hypnosis and hypnotherapy. And again, those are often used interchangeably because we talk about doing hypnosis for confidence or hypnosis for this. Technically, it's hypnotherapy, but it's, they're interchangeable. But hypnosis is the state. Hypnotherapy is the practice of working with that state. I hope that that, you know, hypnosis simplified, as you just stated, I hope that it gives people ease because there are so many practices that actually tap on this, you know, meditation, for instance, you know, there's no harm in meditation. A lot of people are afraid of their mind though. And I think that that fear of the mind is what prevents people from being open-minded and, and, you know, practicing some of these, you know, simple strategies that are available to us because, I mean, this isn't something you need um tools for this is something that is available to you anytime 
Yep, pretty much. And meditation is a light state of hypnosis by nature. You actually go into a light state of hypnosis when you close your eyes. It's funny you say that because there's some voices, like your voice is extremely calm. I associate mindset and, and meditation and hypnosis with, my, with voices. There are some voices that naturally calm you. There are some voices that, you know, take your mind in certain places just from, you know, the soothe, the energy, the, the safety and security in it. And I think that comes with the training, but I think some people naturally have those gifts, you know, that they're able to be nurturing and, and to, to create that, that level of safety for others. Yeah, absolutely. And yes, the voice is something that we learn a bit about in training, but my, this is my voice. <laughs> I didn't mean to call you out. <laughs> it just, no, I'm, I'm not actually using my hypno voice right now. <laughs> it's interesting because a lot even of more calming then. <laughs> I, when I interview a lot of people who are in um, quantum biology or NLPs, I've noticed the difference in their voice. And I think it's a habit, you know, because, you know, you, I'm loud. I was a correction officer. I had to scream through glass. So for me, I have to be mindful and like calm my voice down because I can scream anywhere and, and get my message across. I learned to do it. And it took me a while to understand what, when I got that way, I was like, I wasn't always loud. But it's interesting how things influence, you know, how we are, our being, you know, according to our values, our morals, and our messaging. And I'll tie that into, you know, being a business consultant or, or whatever, we have to be mindful of our language, of our branding, like how we want to come across. And just, you know, looking at the serenity of your website, your voice, and all that is totally in alignment with just being able to really uh, raise your awareness, you know, to promote the confidence, the joy, and the authenticity that you are really trying to help people get. And I think that, you know, we really need to understand that these, these feelings, these, you know, confidence, joy, and authenticity, they come in waves, but we need to constantly work on this because I'm always talking about, especially for women, our lives are seasons. And we may be confident in a season and then we may have a hysterectomy. You know, we may, you know, we, we may be confident in our appearance or confident in our voice or confident in our message when it's one thing and then it's compounded by life events, loss, grief, all these other things that, that come into play. And I think that's when we go looking for answers. You know, there's so many women that are out there looking for answers as to how can I get past this block? How can I gain more confidence? How can I remove the blocks? How can I get more stress relief? How can I stop smoking? What would you say to them? How do you help women get past those barriers that are preventing them from building and living the life that they have dreamed of? And they feel like they know it's there, but they just can't get to it. Uh, I think the knowing that it's there is obviously the first step. Mm -hmm. A lot of it, what I see with clients and with people that are coming to me on social media and everything like that, because that's where I do most of my marketing, a lot of people don't even recognize that they have confidence issues because they think you're either confident or you're not. And you said that it comes in seasons, but it also comes in different buckets where Right now, you could be as confident as anyone could possibly be in your skills with whatever it is you do in your career or in your business, but you might not have the confidence to market that or the confidence to make yourself visible. So people don't ever know about your skills if you're not 
confident to be visible. So you can be confident and not confident at the exact same time as well. So what I do to work with my clients is figure out where they're starting from. That is very often step number one, where are they starting from and work on that because it's a lot easier to build up what you know you already have and just replicate that. And we can do that. If you have ever felt confident about anything, you can, we can rewire that feeling to have it be your go-to feeling, which is what we can do in hypnosis because that's how the subconscious mind works. It learns through repetition. It learns through imagery and all that kind of stuff. So even if you don't see yourself as a confident person, if you've ever seen someone that has the confidence you want and can imagine what it's like to be them, you can learn it with your subconscious mind. So, so yeah, so that's pretty much where I start is where are people starting right now and where are we going to go? Because a lot of people also don't know where they want to go yet. And you have to have a goal. Sometimes setting goals can be scary because we're so afraid of not achieving them. Is that what it, it is? It doesn't have to be like a five-year goal. It can you, be a, what do you want to achieve today? You just help me um, because I'm a goal. I, I'm always doing vision boards and with all my clients, they're mad because I just started a coaching program and I'm spending like four weeks on goal setting, time blocking, time audits, you know, uh, systems. Pro like we have to know where we're trying to go before we can even start trying to get there. Because I think the problem is, is that we know that we don't like right now. We know that we don't want to go back. We don't necessarily always know where we're trying to go. We just know that we want something different. We know that we want more. And, and you're shedding light on, on things that are natural barriers because, you know, people are always moving, trying new jobs. Like they're, they're just, they're taking action, but they're not stepping back to actually create a plan and say, okay, this is what's not working. You know, they just know that, okay, I am getting up every day and I am not fulfilled. I'm going to this job, so maybe it's the job. I'm in this relationship, maybe it's the relationship. But normally it's internal. Yeah. yeah. Like when you're talking about goals, even whether it's your career, business, relationships, it's not just about the what you want, but it's also how is that what going to make you feel? Because that feeling keeps you a little more motivated mm -hmm. than just the thing. Because mm -hmm. like, you know, what is a goal going to afford you other than a paycheck or a relationship? Like what matters is how it's going to make you feel and what it's going to allow you to do in your life outside of just that thing. I'm taking notes because, <laughs> you know, I, I'm asking myself these questions in, for my clients. And of course, if I take one shoe off and, and walk in the seat of the client, I do the same thing. So y'all just know I say all this stuff, but I do the same crap. Um, I we also, it's human it, nature. It is, you know, and, we can teach the thing. It so well, it's, it's constant work, the co confidence, limiting beliefs, subconscious blocks, you can push through them. And even if you totally push through one limiting belief and it never comes back again, when There's you're another one. a new level, a new one's going to sneak in and take its place because limiting beliefs are, they're like our limits. They're our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So once we're ready to push past that next, what has become our comfort zone, new yep. limiting beliefs are there holding us there. 
It's a natural part of stretching. And as we stretch, it's, you know, we hit new forms, we hit new levels, we hit new, I mean, I guess it's like a video game. You know, you accomplish a level and they got another one for you. You thought you were winning the game. Game's not over. I hate to tell you, there's like 518,000 million levels. And, right. and I think a lot of and people- And the developers this- are making more right now as we're speaking. <laughs> I think you just broke somebody's spirit. <laughs> but really, I mean, I, I've literally had somebody tell me, oh, I went to therapy. And I'm like, once, twice, like, it doesn't, you, you expected to have the results because you went. I mean, no, it's work. And the therapist is going to be there because they have the strategy. You have to actually do the work. And I laugh because this is the insanity that we all believe, you know, we're like, oh, like I can't sell because I need help with marketing. That's just a piece of the puzzle. Like you actually need to, to work on everything. But I think, um, that's really scary for more people because things that we don't know or that we're uncomfortable with seem overwhelming until we educate ourselves on what it actually is. Absolutely. Yeah. That happens all the time. And human beings are designed to look for the scary things first because it's how we survived. Mm -hmm. It kept us alive. That the reason we look for those negative, scary things and the reason we're afraid of them, even though we know like if that post we make on social media doesn't, you know, sell out our new program, it's scary, but it's not going to be the end of the world. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. But the reason we're afraid is because millions of years ago when we were living with saber toothed tigers, we had to have that fear to literally stay alive. So, that survival instinct is still there in the back of our subconscious mind through years and years and years of evolution that hasn't gone away yet. So it's the keeping us safe, but there are no tigers. So we're good. I don't know. Sometimes, especially being an influencer, I think there are tigers. I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I specifically like to help influencers and coaches because we do have different levels of responsibility. We do have different fears. We do have different levels of confidence. We do have different challenges that others don't face because they're not taking that risk. And, you know, I remember when I used to talk about celebrities and back in the day, like celebrities were the only ones that had that risk. But now we're having to put ourselves out there on social media and be vulnerable and say, hey, this is my everything. And now you can see my life and you can see my world, not just my profession you know, and I think we face different barriers. So I, I know some tigers, you know, every time we put, we put something out there. The metaphorical a, tiger. Oh, I, I, you know, I'm just, I, I just had to go there because when I'm thinking about the fear and the survival, you know, I think that there are some of us that are attracted to that. You know, we, we are the risk taker. We naturally like to do that. Um, but also we have to know that we're also that, you know, we're going to go in that little hole when the tiger comes out and we're going to need to do the same work that everybody else is doing because just because we are, you know, attracted to that doesn't mean that we handle it well or that we are, you know, um, you know, um, excluded from, you know, feeling the, the wrath of the tiger. Um, so when you're working with women and you are breaking down these blocks, breaking down these walls, breaking down these barriers, and you are helping them see who they really want to be, because like you said, it's a matter of seeing yourself on the other side of where you are, seeing yourself. I'll never forget. I was, it took me 10 years to get my master's degree. And my husband finally looked at me and he said, see yourself on the other side. 
Well, I joked and I always said I'm a professional student because it seemed like no matter if I got an 89, I needed a 90 to graduate. If I got this class done, they were like, here, you need another class. And I knew it was a game. And I, I, but I also knew that it was, it was building res resilience. It was teaching me something. I learned something different every time I took another class or every season that I was in school. It was like life's challenges came and it was like, how bad do you want it? You know, and, and I wanted it. And once he said, see yourself on the other side of it, it was just him saying that it changed everything for me that I was like, oh, I mean, I knew all the things I didn't want to do. I knew I didn't want to get licensed. I knew I didn't want to be a therapist. I knew that I wanted the degree, but I didn't actually know what I was going to do with it. I was just doing it because I was in the prisons and I was like, hey, like, I know I don't want to be in security forever. I want to do something else. And so when you said that, you know, you help people see themselves, you got to rewire repetition and imagery. The imagery is more important than we know. You know, speakers can see themselves on a stage sometimes. You know, they want TEDx, like that's their goal. If you don't have the goal in mind, if you don't know where you're trying to go, then you're not going to get there because you can't see yourself there. The imagery is not there. And without that step, you know, it's, it's not going to happen. So I want to ask the question to you, you know, I think for us coaches, a lot of us, you know, we, we, we come in contact with these women and they know that they want something else, but you know, you're here to resolve all those barriers that they're used to having, that they're comfortable with because they know them. They, they, you know, they've lived with them forever. They're kind of like their imaginary friend, like, yeah, this is just what we do. But why do you think we're afraid of not only hypnosis of what you do, but breaking those barriers and breaking down those walls and, and those blocks. What are, what are we afraid of? Oh, that could be a long list. I do think as much as people are afraid of failure, because no one wants to fail, but with every failure, you learn from that. Mm -hmm. But people are just as afraid of success. I knew it. And you because just... they don't know how it's going to change their life because yep. we haven't lived it yet. Yep. And that is scary, especially, I mean, obviously everyone is coming from a different situation with their family and their upbringing. If, if you literally haven't seen people in your family and people like you having the success you want, mm -hmm. it's scary because you don't know how it's going to change your life. Mm -hmm. So that whole idea of using that imagery to make you feel safe and rewiring your mind to know that, yes, it is safe to be successful can really change that and open that door because Everyone thinks that it's just the fear of failure, but I think the success thing is just as, if not a bigger problem. I think it's more crippling because yeah. I think that we, we catastrophize and we, we self-sabotage because it's comfortable. Mm -hmm. We know how to deal with crisis. We know how to deal with pain. We know how to deal with fear. We know how to deal, deal with limiting beliefs because like I said, they're our friends. They've been here always. They keep me company. Right. And but, we know how to deal with our current life because yes. we're living it. Yes. We and, don't know how to deal with that other life yet because we haven't been there. You make me just think about people recycling relationships, recycling jobs, recycling. It's like, you know, the problem that you're going to deal with, you know, okay, this is what I'm going to deal with here. So I know that I'm going to deal with that. I'm going to go here. It's safe you know, instead of us really reaching out for what we really want, because we're afraid of that rejection, you know, that job that we don't apply for, because we think, oh, they're not going to see what, what people tell me I'm good at, because it's not, 
we don't see what we're good at. We put ourselves out there and then other people are like, girl, you need to be doing this. And you're like, really? And you put it out there and it's crickets just for five minutes and you pull it out because you're, you're like, oh, nobody bit, you know? And I think, you know, to your point of success, we always say that people are afraid of success. But I think, you know, one good thing about us being able to talk about it is to know what that looks like. Because one thing that I like to, to shed light on is the fact that a lot of us women are successful and we don't even know it. Yeah, that is very true. And that's, we tend to see success only in one way. Yes. And often that's in a thing that we don't have yet. And, or a thing that has nothing to do with our thing. You know, we're, we're sitting that. here idolizing somebody doing something that's not even the same path or journey. It's not in the same category as what we're trying to do. So therefore, how are we comparing ourselves to something that has nothing to do with us? Yeah, exactly. Like you have to kind of, Compare yourself to where you want to be, not even to people that are in the same profession. Unless that person has like exactly the job that you want, that is your dream job and dream career, mm -hmm. then the comparing doesn't necessarily help. Comparison but enemy, you can use that comparison to propel you forward. Yep. But yep. don't get stuck in that I'll never be that zone. Because the more you tell yourself that, the more you'll never be that. Yes, correct. And that's the truth. Because I think, I think when we get stuck on that comparison and, and that idolization and that, I don't know if that's a word, um, but, you know, and, you know, idolizing what other people have, I think it forces us to shift and, and, and go off topic of our own authenticity because we're constantly trying to recreate you know, what somebody else has. But I want to talk about, you know, we're talking about what you do, how you do it. And I'm, I'm loving this conversation because these are all things that I've been talking about in group coaching. And I haven't really recorded a lot of podcasts lately, but, um, you know, confidence is the key to success. And it doesn't matter if you're a coach. It doesn't matter if you're a therapist. It doesn't matter if you have a job. It doesn't matter if you're a mom. It doesn't matter if you're a podcast host speaker, no matter what you are. You can go out there and you can start working on your, your dream, but your dream is going to be deferred until you are the person that you need to be internally and in your mind and able to show up and show out like the woman that you are destined to be. I want to talk about the fact that you are and have created a confidence boot camp. And out of all of your services on your website, it stood out to me most because even as a coach, I struggle in my own confidence because my identity is consistently shifting. And so I talk about, you know, me getting my PhD. I was comfortable as a master's uh, student. I did that 10 years. I had that down pat. Now I have said, yes, I'm going to do this. And now it's put me back at the bottom. And I told my husband the other day, like, I keep setting goals. But when I set the goals, it puts me back in the freshman zone you know, and then you feel unaccomplished. You feel like you're being hazed, you know, you got to go through all these steps that you already climbed to get to the top again. And every time you reach the top, you set a new goal and you're pushing yourself back down to the bottom. And I think subconsciously that affects our performance because we feel like we're not good enough. Although we know why we're doing what we're doing, it doesn't change the fact that we're pushing ourselves back down, muffling and all that. So you have created a, a program to help women work on confidence with that, that um, lost the word, um, accountability, which is, I think, key to why we need programs, why we need to get in 
you know, coaching programs, coaching groups and all that, because women may say, oh, I could just get it off YouTube. You know, I could just get the, the e-course, you know, yes, you can. But I want you to tell me about your creation, why you did, like what inspired you and what it will do for women who are seeking confidence. So I started this program when I first got started as a hypnotist and it's something that I built because I recognized it myself. And it's one of those things where, you know, when you're feeling something, other people are feeling it too. And, um, so the biggest thing about it is it's a four week program or starts with a four week program that is built for you. It's a one-on-one -on -one program. So it's working exactly how you need to work on the confidence you need to build. Because as I said before, confidence exists in different buckets. So what one person may need to build confidence on doesn't mean it's what you need to build confidence on. So it's a sort of a choose your own adventure program, starting with your goals, where you need to start with the building the confidence, where you want to go in the end. So we know which area of confidence you need to work on first, working on your limiting beliefs, working on your subconscious blocks, working on all of those things that keep you from really being confident and moving forward. So that's pretty much how it works. And it's different for everyone because everyone is different and everyone has very different struggles. So it's a totally customized thing at this point. Haven't done a group one yet. <laughs> I want to ask you though, um, professionally, what do you think, what is the timeline that you really think that it takes a woman to reprogram and rewire her brain to be able to show up? Because there's some controversy between, you know, as I've been talking to, to clients about how long is ideal for a group program or even a coaching program. Like, why do you think it's important to commit to them? And how long do you think it really takes us to really reprogram our brains? Because I tell them, you gotta get the education. First, you have to dump. You gotta get rid of the old. You gotta figure out what you think and believe now, what you're doing now, identify what works, what doesn't work, and what you need to rewire, and then learn the rewiring, and then implement it, practice, and then let you go and fly off on your own. So ideally, what do you think about that? That, And how long do you think that normally takes us? I mean, it's different for everyone because everyone is going to learn at a different speed. Mm -hmm. Everyone's starting from a different point, and mm -hmm. everyone has different things that they need to work on, including different blocks from our past, because we can have limiting beliefs from the time we're born, pretty yep. much. Personality so development from like four yeah. years old. Yeah. So depending on all of that, it can vary from time to time. That's why I start with a four-week program. I recommend doing three months minimum if you really want to see results. Mm -hmm. And then going from there, because the three months is enough time to really dig in. It's not just that surface level, all right, this is fun, I'm doing just the things I wanna work on. When you start going longer, you're gonna be digging deeper, working on those things that aren't easy, working on the things that you've been trying to sweep under the rug. And one of the great things about hypnosis is that it can start working right away. 
there's not a huge learning process. Like as you do hypnosis more and more, you get better at it and you'll be able to go deeper into hypnosis and you can learn to hypnotize yourself as well. But it can work from the first session, but it's one of those things that it's kind of a compound effect building more and more on top of each other each session. So. I appreciate that because you said results and I think that's the key. You know, a lot of us have these expectations, but like you said, it depends on the person and how hard you're willing to work. Um, you know, how much time you're giving it, whether you're working on it every day or not. Um, and so I want to talk specifically about hypnosis. What are the benefits? There are a lot of benefits for hypnosis. Obviously, it can help make all of these amazing changes with weight loss, quitting smoking, changing different habits. I helped someone stop biting her nails the other day because she caught her toddler starting to bite her nails and she's like, all right, this has to stop now. Um, so it can help with tons of different things. It can help with stress relief, can help you sleep better at night. But the great thing about it is it has some natural benefits. So if you're doing hypnosis for confidence, there are other natural benefits that you're going to have, including it's a natural stress reliever. It helps promote natural sleep on its own. Um, it can regulate your blood pressure, um, a few other things, but those are really the big ones. But it really just helps slow your conscious mind down and helps you learn how to slow your conscious mind down. But it's great because you could be doing hypnosis for weight loss and then find you're sleeping better at night mm -hmm. from the hypnosis. The compounding so, effects are amazing. Like added bonus. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you sign up for something and you get something bigger than what you expected. It's like, wait a minute, I didn't even go for that. That's really what the problem was, but I didn't know that it would do that. You know, um, I think also you said it, it starts working instantly. And I think in our world, that's something that is most appealing to people because, you know, you are able to tap into the, the unconscious mind, which is extremely powerful. Um, you know, and I think that's, that's, that's it. I want to ask this question because I know many people um, fear this, but I know what I think the answer is. What are the risks? The risks? There aren't a ton. Um, you could go through some situations with letting go of limiting beliefs that are uncomfortable for you. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just stuff that you need to let go of because mm -hmm. you've been holding on to it for mm -hmm. so long. But yes, it can go through that uncomfortable feeling and you just have to push through. That's one of the biggest risks. Um, there aren't really any risks because it's your mind doing all of the work. Mm -hmm. There's nothing like, it's not like a medication where you're going to have side effects. Yeah. There's, I, yeah. I only yeah. brought uncomfortability is the biggest one and letting go of the comfort zone. Because I brought it up because a lot of times when you're doing mind work, people, people are unaware, I think, or shocked at the level of awareness and that the memories and things that may come up that they didn't expect to come up and they're like, wait, I'm having to deal with this. I always like to say that you got to be ready to deal. I mean, if mm -hmm. you really want to uncover the blocks, the things that are blocking you may not be pretty. They may be, yes, they're comfortable for you. They're uncomfortable and comfortable because they're your norm. But when you are ready to like seriously like get rid of that stuff, 
yeah, it may hurt a little bit. It may sting just, you know, because it's like, okay, wait, I'm really having to do this right now. Yes, you are. Um, and once you do it, you're going to be free. And right. so you just got to be ready. And, and I think that's what I was, you know, and you, you said that getting rid of those limiting beliefs, literally saying bye-bye, you know, yeah. and for some people, it's, that's it's like ripping off of, a bandaid. For some people, it's a sense of loss. You know, they have loss and grief because it is part of their identity. Like this is, you know, the, the uncomfortable, the ugly Betty is leaving the building, you know, bye-bye ugly Betty. Like she's gone. I'm stepping into the new me and it's going to take a while for you to get used to that new me. Just like makeovers, women look in the mirror and they don't recognize themselves. It takes time, right. but be ready to do the work. And if you're ready and you put it, put your heart and soul into it, the results are pretty much guaranteed, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's guaranteed as long as you want it to work. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. Um, and so you are a certified hypnotist yes and so i always am careful because there's a million things out there you got hypnotherapist hypnotist all that can you tell everybody what that means um a certified hypnotist and this varies by the board that you are certified through the board that i am certified through they have certified hypnotists and they have certified hypnotherapists the difference is the hypnotherapist has to be a licensed therapist as well in addition to being trained in hypnosis okay I am a hypnotist because I am not a trained therapist. I only do hypnosis. So that's the difference. And All right. And you are working on your NLP. Can you tell everybody what that is? NLP. So I'm actually doing a dual certification that is NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, and also life coaching, pairing the two together. And it's working with your subconscious mind, but not necessarily on the subconscious level like we do in hypnosis. It's working on the conscious level through different languaging, how you talk to yourself, how you perceive yourself to make changes to move forward in life. So it's very similar and I use it in conjunction with hypnosis because they go hand in hand because it's the conscious and the subconscious, which are always both going to be there. So having both tools to work with is great. And using them with the coaching is perfect because kind of hit all levels. So I just love, I love your uh, credentials because you, you're able to really tap into the, the meat and potatoes of what, what women need. Um, you know, there, there's tons of coaches out there. There's tons of women doing what we do, but the, the methodology, the, the way that women do it speaks to different people because if, if your blocks are certain things or in certain areas, you really need to find someone that can really tap into that. You don't want temporary results. You don't want fast results. You want long lasting results. You want to really do the work so that you can be who you are destined to be from the very beginning. So can you tell everyone how to find you and, and how to connect with you? Um, you can find me online, of course. Um, you can find me at melissaconkling.com or connecticuthypnosis.com. Um, I started working entirely locally, so I had Connecticut Hypnosis, but in today's world, I'm working entirely virtually, so that's where melissaconkling.com came from. Um, so you can find me either of those places. I do also have a Facebook group all about hypnosis for women, all about this confidence 
limiting beliefs, subconscious blocks called hypnosis, the subconscious mind and manifesting your dream life. Um, it's a great group. It's fun. It's not super serious. It's a nice community of about 2,500 people already. So that's how you can find me. And my email address is melissa at connecticuthypnosis.com. So you can email me as well. Awesome. Um, I want to thank you so much for being here. Any last words for our guests? Uh, no, thank you so much for having me. And I think one of the biggest things that I want to end with is that hypnosis is really you learning to control your mind. Most people think that it's someone controlling your mind, but it's me guiding you through the process. Your mind is always going to be doing all of the work, whether it's with hypnosis or not. Your mind is running the show. So learning to control your mind through hypnosis can be extremely powerful and life-changing. So, so yeah. Absolutely. I, want, I hope that you learned something about hypnosis today that may allow you to step past any stereotypes, any thoughts, feelings, fears that you may have. Um, you know that my daughter is ill and, you know, the world has reached out to me with so many different methodologies of how to uncover the blocks that are causing her added illness. And, you know, my message to the world today is try something new you know, really do the research, educate yourself on what it is, what the benefits and risks are, and how it can help you move forward in your life. I want to thank Melissa for being here today. It is such a pleasure to have you. And you guys um, can get her information in the details. And thanks again, Melissa. Thank you so much, Anika. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of Your Voice, Your Power with Anika. I'm Anika Wilson. Stay powerful. <laughs>